Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program that we broadcast on the internet. Broadcast, not narrowcast, broadcast. Everybody can watch it. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley Pickle. Howdy, team. Doing all right? Yeah. Cool. Sitting to my right is the host of the Texas 24 podcast, brought to you by Dave Campbell's Texas Basketball. The host, co-host, I would say. I'd say of, no, I'd say co-host of Texas 24. Okay, with, then, Matt, with Matthew Bruni. Yes, and then host of. And then host of the Republican Football. Yeah, because Craven's out there just dropping knowledge like an analyst. Our outstanding <laughs> college basketball <laughs> And Mal Pal. And Mallory's making us sound good. Good. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's Ishmael Johnson. Hi. Hi. Thanks, thanks that was a long-winded introduction there. Well, it's not on yeah, very often. It's a special, like, we, you know. I, why, why aren't you fine, that excited I'll, to introduce me? Fine, I'll cancel the marching band. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, deal. Um, anyway, today. Let's the accordion guy. Go home. Today <laughs> is Friday, March 18th. Why is there an accordion? March 18th, 2022. 251 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to uh, Adam Levine. Oh, nice. Sure. He's 43. He doesn't seem 43. That makes... Wow. wow. He's 43? No, go on. Oh, that makes me feel kind of old. I always thought he was, like, young. No, he's 43. Mm. I think he's got kids, too. God. That means he's absolutely he, washed. Does he have kids? I don't know. <laughs> he does um, have kids. He does have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Two kids. Oh, well, like you. You and Adam Levine he's are... He's a girl dad. Adam Levine are basically... We, basically I have never seen... Let's human. just put it this way. Have you ever seen me and Adam Levine <laughs> in the same room at the same time? And you heard me sing on the pre-show, so yeah. I think you guys know. Yeah. Uh, episode 1,253. Thank you. On today's show, friends, it's Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday, the back half of the show. So if you got questions for Ish, if you got questions for Pickle, I suppose I'll answer some questions too. Boy, Bruce Pearl's looking rough. Uh, you can get those questions in in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch uh, for high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, basketball. Basketball, all those things. We'll get to those in Helpful Honda Mailback Friday at the back half of the program. But we have a special thing coming up at the top of the show. But first, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Miss Terry Adams, Andrew Christensen, Aaron Arbuckle, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, lady fella and fellas. Oh, I like how you introduced the lady fella. Hey, she fella. was first. Also, That's her comment her comment was... Usually I only do people that say hi, but her comment was, you're right, Ashley. So that's wow. absolutely getting thrown wow. in there. I don't know what I was right wow. about, but that's my girl. Wow. Here's the thing, though. You have just set a dangerous precedent. Because <laughs> now all Every single be, one. 
they're like, you're so beautiful, Ashley. <laughs> Stuff like that. I don't see anything like, wrong with this. Jeez. <laughs> Terrible. Um, anyway, welcome in, friends. <laughs> All right. A couple of weeks ago, Pickle. Yes. You and I got in the car. We had a field trip. We had a field trip. We went down to Franklin, mm-hmm. the home of the 3A Division II state champion, uh, Franklin Lions. And we launched a new series. Uh, the series is called Home Turf. Home Turf. Where we are going to take a look at the facilities that programs, Texas high school football programs across the state, and college football programs, I suppose, uh, are rocking with. Because we have found, and I'm sure when you talk with, um, when you tell people from out of state when you work in Texas high school football, they just like marvel at like the mm-hmm. stadiums and right. like, wow, mm-hmm. you guys take this super seriously. And I want this series to answer that with a, with a firm Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's a reason that we can all be employed yes. because of high school football. Exactly right. <laughs> so we want to spotlight these outstanding facilities from across the state uh, in a series we're calling Home Turf. We're going to start with the 3A Division II state champion of Franklin Lions. Here is a look inside their incredible facilities. I'm Will Hedrick, the defensive coordinator for the Franklin Lions, and this is our house. This is our weight room facility. Uh, as you walk through it right here, we have 10 multi-racks, uh, 10 platforms, dumbbell racks on either side. We use this uh, drop-down for rack coach. We use that with our athletes. It's a little under 8,000 square feet, so we're pretty blessed to have this facility right here. This is new construction. This is all part of the new construction right here, and then this was the old exterior door, but I think it's kind of neat for our players, our middle school kids, high school kids, everyone dresses and uses this facility. So for them to be able to kind of check these out, and a lot of the kids are able to go through and find their dad, their uncle, their grandfather, whoever, who played here, and that builds on the tradition that we have here at Franklin. That's my dad right there. That was pretty cool. There's our coach's office. This was renovated. We have about, we have 14 guy coaches. Um, Every guy coach helps with football. This is Coach Bannon's office. This is our film room. Um, we got this kind of midway through the season. These are in a lot of our classrooms. Uh, it's pretty helpful just to be able to stream um, huddle straight from the TV. This used to be the old uh, coach's office, and then we converted into the training room. Give a shout out to Maddie Nelson. She's our, she's our boys and girls trainer. This is the varsity locker room. Um, two years ago, when Coach Bannon took over. Uh, we brought the kids together and came up with our six character words. And so 
so with uh, coaches hard labor <laughs> we put up our character words up on the board our freshman team and junior varsity team share this locker room initially we just they came in and put in uh, these lockers and then we needed more locker space so we added this down the middle this is not your typical junior high middle school locker room uh, we kind of split our kids put seventh grade on one side eighth grade on one side they have their own bathroom toilet showers all that Try to go out as much as possible, especially if we know it's going to be cold all week. The kids just got to get used to the temperature. But uh, a nice thing is we we do have uh, 60 yards here. Inflatable hill. Uh, when the kids finish at the top. They're able to get their eyes and, and see. It says if you want to be a line, you have to train with lines. Got a nicely mowed. So this is our girls' weight room. Um, I would be willing to say it's pretty rare that a 3A program you have separate boys and girls weight rooms. Uh, they got these uh, multi-racks in here a little over a year ago, right at a year ago maybe. This is our tennis facility here at Franklin, a dozen courts. We have a lot of uh, tradition in tennis here as well. All those, you can see all those uh, state championship, singles, doubles, champions here. And then the lights that will come on, like the automatic lights, and then so people can come up here in the evening or at night and play. So the ranch, the school owns the ranch, probably two, two and a half miles out of town. Can't remember the exact number of fields, but there's so many baseball fields, there's so many softball fields, and they can convert them either way. Uh, and then uh, when you first enter the ranch, there's multi-use fields so they can play. They play Pop Warner games, flag football, and soccer on those front two fields. We host a lot of select teams come in and uh, play games and stuff like that. And then obviously we host our baseball and softball tournament there. So it's, it's been really nice for the community to be able to, to play on nice ball fields out there. There it is. There. Home turf, our look at the 
outstanding facilities there in Franklin. Um, we were pretty blown away. That's a 3A. That's a 3A. Yeah. It, was a, it was a small 3A. Now it is a 3A Division One. But, yeah. I just go back. Like, Lana was 3A when I was there, and it was... Yeah. Un- um, that was unthinkable. We appreciate Coach Hedrick showing us around. He, of course, mm-hmm. is... Um, he's... He's legend. He's that's a that that's that's legendary kin down there in mm-hmm. Franklin. Of course, his 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 dad was a longtime coach. His grandfather was a coach, and, and all this fun stuff. The 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 stadiums got his name on it, but mm-hmm. it ain't his name. You right? Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But Man, in the thing, like the thing, the one thing I don't think was done justice in the video was the the ranch. Oh yeah. Like. So there was is, no way for me to get that amount of footage to really put into perspective how massive of a complex. You saw the um, mm-hmm. the sign, and that kind of helped put it into perspective. But I mean, that in and of itself was unbelievable. They, um, yeah, they. Uh, I don't know if Coach had a, I, we didn't have audio in, so. Uh, but I don't know if Coach Hedrick explained it. But that is basically it's owned by both the city and the school district, mm-hmm. and so like it is, a, it's like a joint thing. So they play baseball tournaments and softball tournaments mm-hmm. out there. It is incredible. Well, the other thing he said that I thought was really really cool was that the fields out there mm-hmm. at the ranch are able to be converted into a softball or baseball field, and that mm. that's big mm-hmm. money right there. Yeah, absolutely, super cool. So we appreciate Coach Hedrick uh, showing us around there in Franklin. That's going up on YouTube. You can see home turf, our new look at uh, the uh, facilities there in Franklin. And by the way, if you have an idea for a place that we should go do this, let us know. Holla at us because we want to go. We want to go. We want to go do more of these things. Specifically, I, I think I'll. I think I don't know if I'll. Yeah. Speak out of no. turn, but specifically, probably sub six A. Yeah. I feel like this. The facilities. The people know, right? People know Allen. People know not, yeah. the Katie's. People know like I mean, we're not going to be opposed to that if somebody wants to see that. Like if they haven't. Those are probably the ones we know about. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And we like, want those so diamond in the rough. If we want to go to the fact pro- that Franklin yeah. has it indoors. Something yeah. That's not common. We known. didn't know about it until yeah. Step told us. Like pulling back the curtain, we were like, "Where could we hit on the way up from Conroe?" And Step right. was like, "Y'all got to check out Franklin." If we want to go to Prosper, right? We know Prosper's got incredible facilities. Yes. McKinney. Mm-hmm. We know yep. they have incredible facilities, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're looking for those places, and we can do those. We're talking about what do, what do we not know? You know, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so let us know where we should go and check out the outstanding facility. Well, and that was the other thing. Like, just from my perspective, the, the girls' locker room, that was one of the nicest locker oh, rooms man. I've ever mm-hmm. been in. And I didn't even realize they had separate girls' and guys' locker – not uh, – weight, room. weight rooms. Weight, weight rooms, room. yes. Very, very – I know the difference yeah, between room. the uh, yeah, locker rooms. Weight rooms, that is. I mean, you know where the weight room is. Yeah, uh, clearly. I mean, these cannons don't come from exactly. nothing. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every <laughs> weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. That's clean. Follow us on tw- Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. All right, Pickle. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Got about 13 minutes to answer your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, basketball. We have a basketball expert here. We have a college football expert here. We have uh, a... What else are you expert on? Uh, Movies. 
Movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Movies. If you got Attack on Titan questions, yes. this is your man. <laughs> I am still behind. There are only two episodes left, and I've, there's no godly way they're going to finish A little this. behind. Uh, if you have Righteous Gemstones questions, you can direct those to oh, me, though. Yeah. I am all about that. Or Gossip Girl questions. I can answer that. Actually, Mallory is our resident Gossip Girl aficionado. Yeah, she... She's all in. Uh, my wife. My wife. Um, she, she's been running through Felicity again because... Isn't that the? It's got uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 uh Terry Russell in it. I thought F- Felicity was the pig from a children's book. I mean, probably. Was that? Uh... Are you thinking of Charlotte's Web? Yeah. What's the name of the pig in Charlotte? No, the pig is no Charlotte's Something the spider. Is Felicity. Uh, yeah, that's what I think. In... I think the pig is. I don't think that's right. This is. This I'm is about to lose great. my the mind. Pi- if it's that's... Wilbur. Oh. Where is Felicity from? I don't know what you're talking about. Do we have any about. questions from the actual people <laughs> watching or listening to the show? Um, yes. The first question asked was, for both Ish and Ashley, how did the NIT game fare for each of you on Tuesday? <laughs> well, um... <clears throat> Great. Had a fantastic time. Uh, Couldn't have gone any better. Uh, so the game actually ended in regulation. Um, mm, no. So, oh, yeah. oh, by the way, oh, oh, I'm but, sorry. But that's a, a bullsh call. That was an awful call. Awful anyway, call. No, so, awful. it was not. So if you ask me, Tyler Perry raises for the three. Mm-hmm. Mason Harrell contests it beautifully. Clanks off the rim. Game over. Texas State moves on to the next round of the NIT. Uh, for some reason, uh, the ref decided to call a foul. Yeah, for no reason. That. For no reason. For no reason. Uh, there was no contact. There was contact. Uh, then I believe also before that, or it was after that, I think I remember, they also called a jump ball where there was no UNT player <laughs> grabbing the ball. And they called a jump ball that would have given Tech State possession. Anyway, so uh, long story short, it I went did not great. have a great time. So they had to go and they had to give North Texas extra chances yeah. to try to win the game. Yeah. Hmm. That's uh, hmm. a super pit budget. Over there. That really sounds like a sore loser yeah. remark if you're That's asking me. Listen, listen, listen. We can't. We, told all you of our my dream. all of our schools can't be good at basketball. You, no, no, no. And and I'm the dream. I'm actually allowed to say that in front of the two of you. No, 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 now, no, my t- no, I already told her my dream was that UNT gets to the final in Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. to meet SMU mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kendrick Davis <laughs> drops forty. <laughs> Just logo, Just logo, logo shots. Absolutely nukes the whole <laughs> and just goes out in a blaze of glory. And I love it. NBA. I love that idea. So. Um, and by the way, I guess we can stay on this topic because North Texas does have a game sun- Sunday. Sunday. They play yeah. Sunday. And you were telling me an interesting fact they're playing Virginia. Yes. So, uh, funnily enough, so if, you've, uh, if you do listen to me and Matthew Bruni's show uh, on, on T, uh, Texas 24, we've joked previously about Texas State and UNT because they're mm-hmm. notoriously slow paced teams. Uh, UNT is the slowest paced team in the country. And Texas State, I believe, is top 10 in terms of slow pace. So we, and back in like November, we were like, oh, what if they played? That'd be like slowest game of all time. Yeah. Obviously, they played. Great game. Uh, Virginia is the second slowest team in the, in the wow. country. Wow. Like literally. And it is, I believe, I, I believe this stat is correct. It is the first matchup ever between the two slowest paced teams in the country. Wow. History being made at the pit on Sunday. And the over-under is what? The over-under oh, is like 110. Yeah. Take the under. 
Yeah. If you are, if you are a degenerate, free money brought to you by Ish. Under, please, because free money. <laughs> oh no, 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 <laughs> no. Because like there's there's gonna be so little possessions in that game because they're just gonna be walking it up the floor. Uh, and by the way, sitting next to Ashley and our good friend Gabe Brooks, when UNT is desperately not trying to push the ball, mm. is the funniest <laughs> thing because they are so angry Look. that they're not running a fast break. Uh, when they basketball like Gabe a, is when they run like when they have like a three-two advantage and they're like walking it up the court. They're like, run, go. I just, it is the funniest thing ever. So. Yeah, you want to talk about like talk about one thing that'll really get me on a heater. Big fan of Graham Castle, big fan of what he's doing, but the there is a side of my fundamentalist when it comes to basketball knowledge mm. that if you have numbers, take the stinking layup, especially only if you're not hitting threes. There is no reason to keep shooting when you are not hitting when you have a breakaway layup. Snowbird them. I was about to say the uh, UNT was shooting a lot of threes that they did not that they didn't make. Uh, the one thing I will say that I got to see, which was one of Oh God! <laughs> I got to see really angry sports Ashley. Ooh, yeah. sports angry pickle. Really, wow. like, yeah. like gen, not for like, for only not like, like five seconds. Right. Not like annoyed. Not like oh, you know, like frustrated. Like viscerally angry. Like for like <laughs> it like leapt out of her. Like, it was like it was like a it was like almost like venom. Just like, like, <laughs> It just like came out and then it just went back. I can't. And, and then I, like, I'm I said, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened was there was oh, uh, Texas State. We were going up for a rebound. Texas State had the ball. Yeah. And Texas State, I mean, it was just clear over the back. Super clear, late whistle. Yeah. So, so bad over the back. Like there was no one else around these two players. And I did. I lost it for about five seconds. And then I realized that I was way too heated. And I sat back and I looked at Ish and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, the phrase was censored the phrase was called up foul oh. <laughs> like, like, like imagine that just like filling a room yeah so, oops yeah. what's next pickle sticking on the topic of basketball uh thoughts on the thursday march madness games saying no peters let's go no here's my here's my one comment okay mm-hmm. oh god i know what it is notre dame mm-hmm. gonzaga providence oh yeah i know st peter's Loyola Chicago's hanging in there with uh, Ohio State. It's true. We're not going to pay attention to Marquette. <laughs> All I'm saying, Catholics back on top. I knew. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're running plays you guys all laughed at us with our smudges on our head a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Guess what? We didn't forget. <laughs> Catholics back on top. That St. Peter's win, that was for you, man. <laughs> That's right. That upset yeah. win was for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pope uh, Pope Frank is in Vatican City. He's like, let's go. Let's That's go. it. Hey, fire up the Pope Mobile. We're, we're moving. <laughs> we're rolling out. <laughs> What's next, Pickle? Um, are you, I'm assuming this is for Ish, are you excited or ready for Sonic 2? Oh, the Sonic Two, the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog movie too. Very much. I didn't see the first one. I didn't. I, it's, it's fine. It's I used so to play fine. that. It's very much like a. It is what it is. John Ralphio is uh, does the voice of. Uh, I love Sonic, John right? Ralphio. It's very weird. John Ralphio. Uh, but you <laughs> know, you, do you know who's doing the voice of Knuckles? No. Idris Elba. What? Yeah. Really? That doesn't weird. fit. It's very weird. Yeah. He shouldn't be doing cartoon yeah. characters. Stringer Bell? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Um, Get that money, dude, I will I guess. check it when it comes out on streaming, just because, I don't know, the first one was fun, uh, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something I'm really anticipating, but, you know, Idris Elba, I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say that I'm... I saw, I saw the trailer and I saw him talk and I was like, that doesn't work. Mm. That, that does not work. That, that, that's an English voice coming out I was going to say, yeah. Knuckles. <laughs> that <doesn't> knuckles. <laughs> Only, no, no, no. Only if you were to do the Stringer Bell voice. Sure, yeah. Sure, and yes, right. talk like Stringer Bell. Yeah. Like... 
that you know, yeah. very, very vulgar. That's right. what we need. All right, what's next, Pickle? Um, are there any movies that either of you are looking forward to coming out soon? Uh, is there a new Godzilla versus None of us, we movie? still haven't seen, none of us have seen Jackass 4. Which no, is a big miss one, on our that part. Is, that's that was um, a huge miss. That needs, that needs I can't. Be. You know who has seen it? Emma. Of course she did. Sweet Emma pops up. We were talking that's about it, and she she pops up and she goes, "It was awesome." Yeah, I <laughs> and that. I was like, "Yes, that's awesome." Um, I'm all, I'm still in uh, Oscar catch up mode, and so I'm trying. You've to got like, the Oscar fever. I'm sorry. I'm Hope trying to see all too. the best pictures. Uh, I need Pour to see Drive My Car, and I need to see. It's Christmas for Gentletown. The Academy Awards. Oh my gosh. Are you good? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm still in Oscar catch-up mode, so I'm, I'm not really looking at new releases right now. When are the Oscars? Uh, um, next week. Next Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I think like it's like the 28th. Does that yeah. sound right? Mm-hmm. That sounds like, about yeah. right. I guess that's always right. Um, anyway, around then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got the Oscar fever around here. We hope you got it too. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Thoughts on Waco Midway this coming season being back in 12-6A? You know what? We actually just got their questionnaire. So I can I can give you I won't, so I can just put them on I won't, them I won't blow give you, up their I won't, spot I won't give you the the whole thing give their um, so let's just read so, it so we'll look let's start with this if you're talking about winners in realignment I would say that Midway has to be one of those teams that you talk about simply because of who's not in their district anymore yeah like by simply by by not going in there going in with the Duncanville the North or Duncanville Cedar Hill uh, and DeSotos uh, they've 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 gotten a nice bump there. So I would say that there's no doubt that they got a, a little bit of a better draw there. Now, all of that is to say, I would not say that it's all sunshine and daffodils for them. I mean, this is a this is still a a, a team that's going to have to go through a very difficult district in District 12-6A, a, a wide-ranging district. Um, it, you know, they're going to have to play the Bryans of the world and, 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 and Huddo's coming up, right? Uh, but they are also a team, you know, you, you take a look at it, Temple's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Weiss, of course, a Weiss, move up who was really good this mm-hmm. past year. Yep. Killeen harker Heights are going to have to deal with Rashawn Sanford. Yeah. Uh, Huddo, I don't think is going to be down for long. You know, the, uh, Brian, I think... They'll the have a more normal season yeah. for the first time in a long time, too, with their stadium, I think, being mm-hmm. completed at this point. Uh, the non-districts, oh, looking at their non-district, their non-district's pretty tough, too. They get yeah. Permian... They get uh, Rockwall Heath, which, mm-hmm. of course, they're going to be rebuilding a little bit. But then they also get Austin Vandegrift. The one thing I will say, yeah, I mean, they're going to be they're gonna, they're gonna be battle-tested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Brian with a new coach. Coppers Cove with a new coach. There's going to be some— Heath I, with the new coach? Heath with— Yeah. There's going to be a, um, a, a, a move up in—I in, think I think there's going to be a notion that they get moved— they, they move away from Duncanville uh, and Cedar Hill and DeSoto. And, and it's like, ah, oh, hey, we're back to being— the top. And I'm here to tell you that, like— 12 6 is still tough. Yeah. Now, they bring back a fair amount of their defense, plus they bring back QB and RB. Um, that should help. And I think their top receiver is back as well. Um, so, look, and, and, and furthermore, I think that Shane Anderson, a second year there, is going to do some do some good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're play- right now, if you're asking me here on March 18th, um, yeah, I mean, they're going to be – I think they're a playoff team. I was about to say, I think yeah. if you're talking about expectations, yeah. I'd say that getting into that playoff race is within very yeah. much within the realm it should of be. I, I think Temple's probably the favorite in that district. Mm-hmm. Weiss is losing a lot, and they're moving up, which is a, like a really it's hard to parse. Sure, they've got to hit those first district games early because if you can kind of get them where they haven't figured out the system with yeah. a bunch of new coaches, Har- that's where they can make their bread. Harker Heights has the guy; they have yeah. Sanford, mm-hmm. but like, how do they they rebuild around him? I think they're in that kind of. 
like a great like to me their ceiling mm-hmm. maybe they figure out if they win the district to me their ceiling is like second place in the district sure their floor they could absolutely go the district is good enough they could finish you know sixth or something like that but yeah. um you know i would say that making the playoffs is a reasonable expectation for them that should be that that would be in my opinion a successful year for midway if they were able to do that all right give me two more pickle Who's the biggest rival of each of y'all's college alma maters, in your opinion? Well, this is easy for me. Yeah. So I went to Mizzou, as you can tell by my sweatshirt. Um, I went to Mizzou, and uh, we don't like Kansas. We don't care for Kansas. It's uh, it's called the border war. The Kansas Jayhawk got absolutely um, embarrassed last night, if that makes you feel yeah, better. Did. That, by the that, Texas Southern Tiger. It does make me feel better. Um, Tigers. Back on top. Anyway, uh, Ooh, except, I don't know. except not in, except not in. <laughs> what was the specific question? Uh, well, who's your, your 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 alma mater's biggest rival? It's it, it's easy for me. It's Kansas. Right. Uh, uh, Illinois is a is an auxiliary rival, but mm-hmm. like to me, it's 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 very clearly Kansas. Yeah. I mean UTSA for us. Yeah. Um, Texas State. Yeah, say Texas it. State. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, kind of UTA, but they're leaving. Uh, uh, the Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. So in other sports, since obviously Texas State and UTSA don't always play in football, um, it kind of trickles down to other sports. And UTA was kind of there, but they're obviously leaving. So uh, still UTSA. Um, and I feel like Texas State's still trying to find like a consistent conference mm-hmm. rival. Um, UL Monroe's been there, but ULL's been there, but not really rivals. So right. definitely probably on a consistent basis, UTSA. Mm, for North Texas, mine is also UTSA. Wow. But the auxiliary one would be SMU. Yep. Okay. Because that's another one of those things where it's like they play every year in football typically, mm-hmm. um, but right. it was never for like much was on the line other than bragging rights. So um, that'll change though yes, as we move mm-hmm. to conference. It might end up. I think it'll end up switching more towards the the SMU once we get in the same conference. Yep. All right. Do you have an ender? Um, I can see if you want to answer this. Oh, what okay. coach sandbagged the most on their questionnaire? You want to you want to throw someone out there who you know won't absolutely hate you after you throw Ooh. them out? Or you already? Or how about this? Do you want to do last year's to be like? Do you remember a coach that was just like? There's some pretty consistent sandbaggers yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Phil Danaher is now retired, but he was a consistent sandbagger. Yeah, That's very true. Consistent. Called you out of coaching school. I did. He was like, like, uh, what the hell are you guys? Yeah, twenty. No. <laughs> 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And here's how I know. Yeah. Because he got on to me. Because you picked him to win. We picked them to make to it make to the state. title yeah. game to play Alito in the title game in the 5A Division II title game. Yeah. And guess, go look up what that title game was. <laughs> <laughs> it was Alito and Cal Allen. We nailed it. But Danaher read me the riot act at coaching school. <laughs> so mad. You the phrasing he used. The phrase he used was. What the hell are you doing? doing. <laughs> and I'm like, my job. My job. And I'm getting it right, coach. Now, so now, here's the thing. In his defense, yeah. in their semifinal, after they won, it, when he was doing his interview, he, he did say, yeah. you know who got this right? Was Greg Tipper. Tipper. <laughs> yeah, he said Tipper. Greg, t- Greg Tipper, Tipper got it right. Tipper. <laughs> he got it right. Uh, he's a notorious sandbagger. Um... I don't know. The, what, what's always interesting to me is, is, is it's it's one of the things that I, I have to see it to remember it mm-hmm. because what I'll also say is there are coaches that when they tell you they're going to be really good, you listen yeah. mm-hmm. because they are because not they the ones. They, it's, they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're sandbaggers, but what they are is they are they're maybe a little bit more reserved sure. and they're praise yeah, yeah, their own sure. team. I also feel like uh, there is a difference between coaches that see it as – 
yes, we are going to win our district, but we don't think that we're – like they see state title when mm-hmm. it comes to rankings, and they don't – like a lot of teams – some teams see district title as being that ranking. Other teams I feel like, well, yeah, we'll win district, but we're not making it past the – second round right exactly right there's like the scale of good is different yeah like when team when when a coach is like we got the juice this year that means state title yeah like possibilities for example i'll get this is not a spoiler please Mm -hmm. pick up the magazine you know who thinks he's got the juice this year is john king at longview Mm -hmm. Mm. john king at longview thinks he's got the juice and he is not a guy that every year he's like we're great we're gonna be incredible like something he is pretty measured in his analysis Mm -hmm. but like he has said to, to, to people within us, within our, our group, he said, we we think we got something cooking this year. Mm-hmm. So that's one guy. Um, Dave Hennigan at Ryan can be that way too, where he's like, he's not overly like, pr- like he's not mm-hmm. a guy who overpraises. We'll win district. We'll in, get to the third back round. In 2020, but yeah. he was like, this is, we got it. Like, this is us. Yep. Like, it's going to be us. And sure, lo and behold. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's going to do it for us. We're going to go watch some basketball. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me your player of the year trophy. We'll see you on Monday on Texas Football Today. But not Pickle. (laughs) 